Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. Mr. Conlon, good afternoon, sir. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing today, bud? I'm doing great. My energy is out. I'm just kidding. We got back in our office finally. They're converting 660 Madison, our old office, to condominiums. We got our new private office at 590 Madison. And we're, I got to say, it felt really good to be in the office. I was just telling Catherine before we got on, uh, it was you know, it was, it was nice. It was a little bit of a little bit of nostalgia there of like feeling like, oh, this is what it used to be like to sit in my office for uh, more than, you know, an hour or two hours and, and, uh, and see the team. We had Daniel and Fabio there today. Our next guest star here, Mr. Daniel Champoli, who we, we've been introducing the team members to people on this podcast and we are so blessed with the wonderful, wonderful team that Jonathan and I have been able to build. Last, last but certainly not least, is Mr. Daniel Champoli. So Daniel, welcome to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you so much. It's really good to be here with you guys. Doing really well today. Really, you are the operational backbone of Gazdaska Conlin. And to say that you wear many hats is an understatement. The first question that I would have would be, what or who inspired you to sell residential real estate or to get into the real estate industry? Um, well, I suppose the, the, short or, the short answer to that question is you, John. You are the, the, the most sort of obvious reason I think that I'm here because you, you came to me and were looking for assistance in this sort of office slash operational role. And um, I have to tell you, I didn't consider real estate before um, you approached me. However, I had become much more interested in buildings and facility management at my, where I was working prior to here, which was Blessed Sacrament Church, as their business manager. And we had four buildings there, beautiful church, a school, a convent, um, and another brownstone. And so dealing with those aging buildings and trying to help keep them going and reviving them became something very interesting to me. I would have never taken that into real estate. I would have never thought to take that into real estate. But when you pitched me um, sort of the position that you needed some help, which would have been, I suppose, two or three summers ago, three summers maybe at this point, I'll tell you a funny story that maybe you haven't heard before. As you were explaining um, your work in real estate, which was all very exciting hearing you go through it and the team, as you were sitting there, all I could think of in the back of my head was, I really have always wanted to get involved in hospitality. And I almost stopped you dead in your tracks and said, John, you know, can you, can you hook me up with someone in your, in your world of hospitality? But I didn't because as you were explaining uh, what you did, it became more and more exciting and appealing to me. And so I said, you know what, let me go out on a limb here and, you know, not to butter you up. I don't have to butter you up, but I really wanted to work with you as well. I thought that you were, I, we had worked together at the parish yeah. in different capacities, volunteering, um, organizing, running things. And, um, you know, I just saw the opportunity presented. And sometimes I think in life, it's it's what we're not looking for that comes our way that, that can, you know, turn out to be a really good thing for us. So mm -hmm. um, I took that facility sort of world that I was in and said, okay, that'll be my sort of my bridge into real estate. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you a story that you, you're not aware of. Mr. Conlin, what is it now? It's gonna be two years in September that Daniel's with us and he's eating his words many, many times over because we had a very, very challenging year in 2019. We had lost our assistant uh, very quickly. That's for another podcast. So we were really limping along. You were the 
absolutely the very first person that I thought of for this job. And I said to Jonathan, hey, but I got the, I think I got the perfect guy for this job. And he, he runs the operations of my church. And what did you say to me, Jonathan? Come on now, come clean. I don't remember exactly what I said. You probably remember it. And you probably put a little bit You're of like, spice. Oh, no. He knows nothing about selling real estate. He, he works at a church. I said, you have no idea what he does. He runs four buildings. Well, in my defense, John, there is a, there's a running theme with uh, people that you want to help out and, and such. And there, there's, it, it doesn't work out a lot. Take <laughs> so, that out of the podcast. I think we both were very pleasantly surprised with how well he fit into the mix. Absolutely. So my initial knee-jerk response, yes, was very hesitant and very concerned about uh, about even meeting Daniel and and such. And oh, you're and right. I, you, know, you know, as is always has always been the case, our best hires have been people that we've met organically. And it's always turned out, I was going to say for better or for worse, it's always turned out for the better. The people want to know who is Daniel Champoli and where oh, did he definitely. come from? We just started with your last job, your, right. your previous job, but you're obviously, you're not a 22 year old kid. I, I mean, you look 22. Even though I look at yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I work that in there. But, um, but give, us the, give us the quick rundown of your past because it is yep. an interesting past that you have. Fabulous, and it's yeah. an interesting story and, and, uh, and certainly will lend to later uh, questions that we have. And thank you for asking about it because it is so much a part of uh, who I am. Before my work at Blessed Sacrament, as their business manager, I had been a priest, a Catholic priest for six years working in Brooklyn and Queens. And um, <clears throat> so really to go from the priesthood to real estate is an interesting, um, That's is an interesting, it is a leaf of faith. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, to go from God to John and Jonathan, you know, that's, you know, that's a big I, move. Some would say a step down, but you know. <laughs> I, I always felt um, drawn to a life of service really. And my growing up and my experience that was that was the church and at 17 I went off to seminary so I made that decision very young and it was um, a very intense part of my life a very beautiful part of my life I was slated very much to do academic work as a priest and also pastoral parish work so I was doing both uh, but after some time in having given my life for so many years after some time in I really felt that I was not um, living inside interiorly my authentic life and and there was a lot of loneliness that that comes with um trying to live a celibate life and trying to be available to so many people without having any particular interest in your life with with renouncing that and so that became um a challenge and i found myself fulfilled in many ways but not happy on the inside and so that's when i decided to take time off as a priest i took a year and a half off and after that year and a half, I, um, I formally uh, requested to leave, which um, was maybe even harder to do than, than entering the priesthood. You know, a lot of, a lot of people put their, put their hope in you to, to, to live that life. And, and again, I'm grateful for the six years. And I think that, well, I know that that very much helped kind of form me into the person that I am today, which, you know, trying to be attentive, you know, it carries over into, into this work, um, trying to be attentive to our clients, trying to, to work with them in, you know, in, in, in personal ways and trying to realize that this is a big part of their life and that we can have an impact on, even if it's just simple kindness, attentiveness, those things. So, well, and that leads to my, to the next question, which is the, 
the parallels between them because you know it wasn't even my initial thoughts on where you came from. And it's it, you have a certain demeanor that that one could say a lot of people that that take up the priesthood or are, are uh, leaders of congregation and in that sort of life of service have, you know, and it, and the parallel I think with that you just mentioned is very interesting as in real estate, it's such, you know, it's such a tumultuous thing here in the city to go through the process that your demeanor and your, your caring comes through. And it is certainly a parallel that we, uh, we really uh, honor and really appreciate uh, as being such an integral part of it. Because even just walking people through, you know, the board package and, and like it's, there's so much stress and stuff. So any yeah. little bits of encouragement and, and caring that you can show and, and empathy for what people are going through, I think is a, uh, uh, is is a huge benefit to our clients and to the team as a whole. Um, but any other parallels besides that that you see between? Because obviously, you uh, with your work managing some real estate in in the church uh, for Blessed Sacrament and stuff. Any other parallels that are in there besides just the the necessaries that we just talked about? Definitely the um, the the chance to. A lot, a lot of this work has to do with, I think, and maybe this is getting off topic, but with, with my love for New York City, you know, I was born and raised, and um, the, the chance to, so I guess in my former work, helping to run a parish in, uh, in the heart of the Upper West Side on 71st and Broadway, and dealing with um, this great cross-section of people, and then dealing with the historic landmark in the city, this beautiful Gothic church, um, in the work that we do dealing with all these buildings and, and helping people find their homes in these fascinating neighborhoods and buildings, that's something that's very, very dear to me, that's become dear to me over the past two years. In, in this work in particular, I've grown in my, in my affection for and in my wonder for New York City and in all of the particularities of each building and of all the different neighborhoods and, and the people who want to live here or live there. To draw a parallel, maybe not, but I, I would say that I've grown in my, in my real love for this work because we do deal with this amazing, amazing city mm -hmm. and these amazing buildings. And there's a lot of red tape to cut through, um, as all of our clients will tell you when we hand them that board oh. package. Um, there's a lot of red tape, but I also find that you can not ignore that red tape, but you can approach it in a certain way that it, it becomes less stressful. And you see the goal, the goal is only ever three to 10 weeks out for us when we finally sign a contract, you know, and that's to, to have that goal before us and to realize that we're leading our clients there and that, okay, today they need to check in or tomorrow I'm going to have to, you know, go to bat for them. You know, that's all stuff I've really grown to love doing in, in these two years and things I would have never saw myself doing, but, but I've really really grown to appreciate the work we do. I mean, you've, you've answered, so you've answered the questions before we've even asked them. That's, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just going to say the same thing. I'm used to it because you anticipate uh, no. my needs before I even open my mouth where you're <laughs> like, do you need this? I said, yes. How did you know that? I said, oh my God, he reads my mind. But what's your favorite part of your job? Honestly, it's a hard question to answer. My favorite part of my job is that it is multifaceted, first of all that I don't just do the same, you know, one task or two tasks all day, every day. But really, you know, not to sound like silly or whatever, my, my favorite part of my job is really availing myself to the team 
when you interviewed me, um, you know, I remember Jonathan was, he couldn't get his, Jonathan, you couldn't get your mind around. But you eventually did, like, okay, you yes, were a priest, you're in front, of all, in front of all these people every Sunday, preaching to a thousand people. And, you know, how do you go from that to, like, sitting in the office for eight hours a day? And, you know, how do you, how do, you do that? And for me, I have found personally that that's precisely where I prefer to be is, is in the background, really availing myself to the team. So if TJ calls and needs uh, something, or if you call and need something, if you, know, if you need your fourth coffee of the day, John, I'm happy to, to go down the hall and get it. The, the biggest parallel is this, I like being part of a mission. And whether that mission is um, running a church or whether that mission is, is helping this really fabulous group of, of people um, run their business. I'd like being a part of a mission that does good. Going back to what you said in terms of like to being in the background, because you were very upfront about that when we met with you. And I asked you that question, like, yeah. you know, but you had made the transition at the church from the front of the house to the back of the house, so to speak. And I think yeah, if you yeah. hadn't had that experience there, I would have been more mm -hmm. hesitant. But after meeting you, it was yeah. pretty evident that you were going to fit in well, and you were going to uh, you know, we both felt you were certainly one of the people that much, much like the other guys on the team where we, we felt both a hundred percent, let's, let's give Daniel a shot here and see how it worked out. And it's been, uh, sure. and it's been brilliant, uh, ever since, you know, it, it takes some time. I mean, there's a learning curve as you, as you know, you're still on that curve, but you're, you yeah. really, uh, picked sure. up stuff and it is, you know, as we've said many times, the same thing we love about the businesses, there's always something new to do, to learn, mm -hmm. et cetera. So another question. So biggest surprise about the real estate business, cause you came, yes, there were some, some, some real estate dealings and things that you, you did for the church, but on the brokerage mm -hmm. side, on the, you know, what was the biggest surprise to you when you got into real estate and really started to get a handle on what our business entails. I think there were two biggest surprises and one is maybe an obvious one. And um, again, I hope I don't sound silly, but I think that uh, a big surprise to me was just how much real estate is traded each and every day in this city. To me, that was just a surprise. Mm -hmm. And the, you know, the, the money that's involved uh, in all of that. I mean, there's, there's great, um, there's great resources, there's great wealth in this city. And to see that kind of trans transacting every day, I don't think I was prepared for that, just, just how busy it was and, and how much it happens. The other thing would be this. I think um, how, how necessary that the broker is. You know, you, you hear maybe more in the rental world than in the world of sales, but you hear, you know, rumblings about how, you know, our broker is going to become obsolete one day and, you know, can you do it all on your phone and what have you. Yeah, there's services that, that are developed that, that can streamline things, but how important um, the work really is because you bridge the gap between buyers, sellers, managing agents, buildings, lawyers, um, bankers. You really, you really bring all of those worlds together into a smooth and hopefully happy transaction. So um, what's your favorite part about working with Gestaska Conlin? Um, I really, really like the team and I really, really like the company. I like the culture of the company, um, Corcoran. Um, but of course, I really, really like working with um, you, John, Jonathan, Fabio, TJ, and the other guys who have come through um, the team as well. Yeah, it's uh, everyone is very, very kind to each other on our team, and like I said, there's a sense of mission that we're all in it together. So that is, I think, without that, like I, my interest would not 
you know, be as as sort of intense as it is. That that's a big deal for me. That the team seems to very much be a team. So, which Excellent. means Daniel, you know what that means? That means you can never leave us. <laughs> I told him that because you know you're not going to be able to replace a Jonathan Conlin or a John Gastaska or a TJ or Fodner <laughs> or a Catherine for that. Right. Matter. I would never even think of it. You you always have a smile on your face. It's always a pleasure to see you in the office. And it's always, you know, we've had, we've had office managers and assistants or whatever in the past where, you know, that was not always the case, you know, uh, you're, you, you bring a lot of levity to it and a lot of, uh, uh, it's a joy to work with you as well. So, and we, we look forward to, uh, 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 many more years of that. As I said, you cannot leave us or God will be very upset. And, <laughs> uh, and thank you so much for, for coming on the show and being a yeah. good sport to see. It was awesome. Uh, it was great to uh, chat with you. I love uh, doing these because I always learn a little bit something else about, uh, about the guys. So uh, maybe we'll do it again in a few years and we'll see what's changed since then. But uh, but great to see you. Thank you again. And we're lucky to have right. you. So everybody, thanks so much. For Thank you so much. Guys. Everybody stay safe, stay healthy. We will see you remaining next gratitude. week. Yes. Yeah. Remaining. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for watching or listening to the John and Jonathan Sell NYC podcast. If you want to find us online or sign up to get our monthly and quarterly market stats, comment over to our website, johnandjonathansellnyc.com. Or you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and everywhere else with the handle at John and Jonathan Sell NYC. If this show was entertaining, helpful, or informative, consider telling friends and family or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those are some of the best ways of supporting our efforts, and we would greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in. We can't wait to share what's coming up next. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss our next episode, and we'll see you next time.